I'm letting my floors dry before I go out on my walk. Hubby leaves early on Mondays, so getting the walk and the cold plunge in is not an option, um, which is totally fine. It's totally fine. So I haven't showered from my first training session, which is fine. I just went around and did all of my Monday things. Uh, do you guys do things on Monday to set you up for success for the week ahead uh, or Sunday? I know some people do these things on Sunday. I just, I do them Monday morning right now because it works best for me. Um, but yeah, so that's what's happening. And I want to talk about two things and they both feel really, really important. But they're like worlds apart, okay? <laughs> like worlds apart. Uh, so we're just we're just gonna go with it. The first one is all week long. We are going into literal Christmas, you guys. Literal Christmas. So I'm only speaking to the babes who are incredibly committed, okay? Like the ones who are like unreasonably committed to what they're in the process of creating right now. If that is not you, then this message will likely not resonate. If that is you, then it will resonate to your fucking core, okay? So just have discernment to know if this message is or is not for you. If it is truly not for you and you internalize it, that's on you, babe, that's not on me. I'm giving the disclaimer ahead of time. Um, all this week and then all next week, really the next three weeks, okay? Let's be real because this week is going into Christmas, then we have Christmas, then we have that weird fucking week between Christmas and New Year, which is my birthday. Uh, but it's like, what do I do with my hands, right? It's like, what is even happening? What day is it? What time is it? I don't fucking know. It's like we go into this fucking time warp and it's so weird. And then we have New Year's and then all of this madness is fucking over, okay? So the next three weeks, I want you to come back to the same question over and over again. And that is your version of the what would Jesus do, right? If you're, uh, I was born and raised in the Christian community, I don't necessarily uh, identify with that anymore, but we all know, like, it, like I feel like it's everywhere. At, at least it was like late 90s, early 2000s, you had the little bracelets, all the things like, what would Jesus do, WWJD? I want you to craft your own version of that question, whether it's what would a billionaire do? What would a really great mom do? What would, for me, it's what would an elite athlete and trainer do? Like I consistently come back to that question over and over and over again. And I want you to make decisions based on that. I want you to let that be your driving force going into these next three weeks when it's going to be really easy to be tempted, to be swayed, to, um, you know, fall out of alignment with what you're in the process of, of creating and moving towards, right? So craft your own relevant, what would Jesus do statement? Okay. Whether again, what would a millionaire do? What would an elite athlete and trainer do? Fill in the blank. And every single decision that you are faced with, ask yourself that before you make a decision, what would blank do? What would Jesus do? What would a billionaire do? What would an elite athlete and trainer do? What would a really good mom do? What would X, Y, and Z fill in the blank? This is a Mad Lib. You choose your adventure type thing. Okay. And let that be your driving force. Okay. So there's that, there's that piece. The second thing that I want to talk about, I told you it's not at all relevant or relative to what I was just talking about is sex. And, uh, I want to talk about sex because it is so deeply important, especially to us as cycling women. So the first thing that I need you to know about sex is its connection to oxytocin. Oxytocin is like the holy grail of hormones that helps us maintain hormonal equilibrium, okay? It's involved in something called the hormonal hierarchy, which I'm not gonna get into today, but understand oxytocin, enough oxytocin is going to drastically help you regulate your sex hormones. 
which is going to help make absolutely everything in your body function better, right? Women are wired for connection and connection is one of those things that allows us to experience lots and lots of oxytocin. A lot of women out here are walking around who are deeply deprived of oxytocin and that's one of the reasons why they experience so much hormonal issues, so many menstrual issues, all of that shit. So that's the first thing I need you to know, the, the connection and the correlation between sex and this is sex alone or sex partnered. Uh, sex and oxytocin is huge. Now, the second thing that I need you to understand is that your experience of pleasure and sex is different day to day based on where you are in your menstrual cycle. So you guys know I talk, my cats are locked in the bathroom, so she's probably going to get really loud right now. She hears me and she wants out, but she's not coming out right now because she'll scratch my, my furniture. Uh, Sadie, stop. 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 Show of hands, ladies, if some days you cannot keep your hands off of your partner and others you do not want to be touched. I completely, I, I feel that. <laughs> um, and a lot of it has to do with our hormones. And your hormonal fluctuation day to day, month to month, week to week impacts your sexual arousal. So I talk a lot about the menstrual cycle. There are four unique distinct phases of the menstrual cycle. And there are also four unique distinct phases of a sexual response. They are desire, arousal, orgasm, and resolution. And based on where you are in your menstrual cycle is going to determine how much time you and your partner need to devote to each of those phases of your sexual arousal for you to feel satisfied. Our sexual response, like if you've ever watched, and I know we all, we've seen like sex scenes and things like that in movies and you know, whatever, it does not accurately depict a woman's sexual response at all. So most of us, men included, have a very warped understanding of what sex as a woman is like. Most of the time throughout the month, it's going to take us a lot longer. We're gonna to need to spend more time in the desire and arousal phases of the sexual response in order to actually orgasm. We also have to feel safe and present in our bodies to orgasm. We are not like men who can basically like do it on command, okay? Like that's not how the female sexual response works. So I share this with you because one, oxytocin is so important. And when we have a healthy libido that is fueled by a deep understanding of how our sexual response as women work, then we're better able to regulate our own uh, hormones. So when oxytocin is high, cortisol is low, cortisol like kills your sex hormones. So this is a huge piece in, in our overall health as women. So this has also been, and I, I just finished celebrating my 12 year wedding anniversary with my husband. And this is one of the things that has allowed us to maintain intimacy despite having four children and experiencing all of the ups and downs that come with a normal partnership, right? Me understanding my sexual response, how sex works for me, being able to communicate that effectively with him and then him understand it and meet me where I am based on where I am in my cycle has been just completely transformational for our connection as partners. And, um, you know, cycle syncing, I, I think it's really easy to minimize it to just like your period, right? Having, you know, a, a healthier relationship with your period, but ladies, your hormones, our hormones impact literally every single aspect of our health as human beings, as women, as you know, humans that are existing in female bodies. It is not just having a healthier period. It is having a healthier libido. It is having a healthier gut health. It is have, having healthier metabolism. Like it's literally everything. And all this is also in preparation for being healthy as we begin to age. So it's just so much bigger than we could ever imagine. 
And having this information and then embodying this information is what then allows us to tap into true feminine power. There's a lot of talk on the internet right now about feminine power and feminine energy and blah, 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 blah. And a lot of it completely negates this conversation. Uh, a lot of it completely negates because it's very spiritual and it's very woo-woo and it's woo-woo-woo-woo, uh, which I love, don't get me wrong. But, you know, we're spiritual beings having a human experience in physical bodies. And we have to take that into consideration. Um, and our hormones are as women are very sensitive and it's so important that we have this awareness and not just that we have this awareness, but that we then pass it on to future generations, our daughters, nieces, cousins, whatever the fuck. Because again, this is what unlocks our uh, vitality, our vibrancy as women. And every woman out there should be living a life of vibrancy and vitality and happiness and, and health and joy. Like that's like my mission in this life is to get women healthy and more women need to be having better sex. So there you have it, ladies.